0: You're listening to the Utah Man Podcast, bringing you the latest news and analysis for your Utah Utes. Now, your hosts, Cameron, Ryan, and Scott.
1: Welcome on in to the Utah Man Podcast, part of Torn by Sports Podcasting Network. I'm Cameron, and we got Ryan. Hey, Ute Nation. And Scott. How we doing? Well, we have an exciting announcement to kind of start the show off. Oh, oh. This is our 50th episode of the Utah Man podcast. We're
2: almost to Ryan's age. (laughs) The confetti's flying. Oh, shut up. (laughs) John P. still has a binky in his mouth at 50. (laughs) But 50 episodes,
1: holy cow, guys. I. Who knew? Who knew, knew
2: we would make it this far and <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> people Funny th- thing as I
0: remember <laughs> episode 1 on my phone in my backyard thinking is this thing really going to
1: take? <laughs> and 50 episodes later, we've won awards. <laughs> we've picked up a sponsor and speaking of our sponsor, we'll give him a big shout out, DoubleTree Suites by Hilton Salt Lake City Downtown 110 West 600 South. Uh, check them out online or call them at 801 359 7800. And before we go any further, kind of talking about Double Tree. Tell them and, Cam sent doing. you? Yeah. <laughs> Tell them Scott. They'll, you'll get some cookies.
2: They'll leave the light on for you.
0: Ooh,
1: wrong brand. Wrong brand.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we are doing a bracket tournament right now on ESPN. Uh, we sent the link on Twitter and on our Facebook page. Um, so you can find it there if you go on ESPN and search for it. It's the Utah Man Podcast Duel. And the winner of the tournament is going to get a free night at Double Tree Suites. Can I enter? You can enter. I have a bracket in there. We're not eligible to win the prize. So when I win, whoever finishes second, I guess they'll they'll get it.
2: But that will oh, be the grand oh, prize. Oh, oh, we'll have oh. some
1: other stuff, uh, other things we're working when, on.
2: When was the last time you won
1: anything? I won last year. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. What? In our pool. I won two pools with you guys last year. Como se, llama? I'm the knowingest know-it-all when it comes to <laughs> Utah <knowing> sports college <laughs> athletics. <laughs> All right, so let's let's kind of move along here. So... Pac-12 tournament is in the books uh, Utah got a three seed for the NCAA but before we kind of talk about that and Fresno let's kind of recap this tournament it had a lot of ups and ended with a big down to Oregon so Friday's game
0: was a fun game to watch there were some moments where the Utes couldn't score but their defense kept them in the game they fought back at the end and obviously the miraculous uh, full court sprint by Zoe to tie the game at the buzzer was phenomenal and then pulled away in overtime to get that win. It was a fun game. Well, I think they uh they celebrated a little too hard <laughs> after that game and forgot to show up the next night.
2: I think the I think the goal was to get to the ship. Once they got <laughs> to the ship, they uh they uh, they ship their pants. They ship their pants yeah. back to Salt Lake. I just ship my ninety. I just ship my drawers. Yeah, that was. Uh, um, I mean, that cow game Purtle was amazing. Uh, started off, I mean, he could he could have gone for forty if uh, he didn't start off so slow. But uh, and they, and they down the stretch, wait. he was he was unbelievable. He
0: was, but I didn't think. This is just my opinion. They. That's didn't good because go, it's coming from you. <laughs> didn't go to him enough. I mean, he was unstoppable. They they didn't double team him much. Occasionally they threw a double team at him. But it was one on one and he dominated every guy they threw at him. I just didn't think
2: they went, they used him enough. Well, I don't think Cal's a very well coached team. They've got I mean they've really got, they've got three three MBA guys on that roster. They should be, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're a good team. Uh, they're one of the best defensive teams in the Beaconzo country. Maconzo Martin is not a good coach, in my opinion. What? What? I mean, they lost 10 games with that talent. I get it. I get it. They're freshmen, but those guys are unbelievable. And Jakob Pertl is absolutely destroying them. They never brought a double team. They never changed up the defense. They just let Rooks, or whatever his name was, um, just get destroyed all night long, especially down the stretch. And uh, I mean, if they lose Rab and they lose uh, Brown, Brown and Wallace, and Wallace, who who uh, they they lose to graduation, they ain't, they're not gonna be good next year. They're uh, I think I'm I don't know I'm not a big fan of the bag man at Cal and uh, how they go about doing their business. They're a great team they got a lot of talent it was a great win i just i just was watching that game i was i was glad that they didn't bring double teams and they didn't try to get the ball out of Pirtle's hands but it just boggles my mind why they would just allow him to just get buckets every time down oregon on the other hand they didn't uh, they didn't have that same game plan they did not allow Pirtle to touch the ball um they mean they've got they've they had a great game plan and they've got the athletes to pull it off. They Larry just does not have an answer for Oregon.
0: No, he doesn't. And I was surprised Well, I I was surprised at the blowout. Um I wasn't necessarily surprised that we lost the game just because I don't think it's a good matchup, but the way that they showed up and played was what surprised me. They just they didn't have there was no energy you, from
1: the start. It seemed like they were just happy that they got yeah. there.
2: Yeah. I, I don't know. I know they, maybe to also, an extent subconsciously, but I I think they wanted to win that thing. I'm not saying, no, wanted no, to win no, I'm not saying
1: that they didn't want to win. But I think okay, you look at the Utah program. This is their first championship game they've ever been in. Th- these players. Mm-hmm. Oregon was in there last year and got ran out of the gym by Arizona.
2: Yeah, they had tasted that, that before. Yeah.
1: I think that had a lot to do with it as well.
2: Oh, it it did. And granted, I mean, they're they're so athletic and I mean, they're just they're on a different level than we are um athletically. And They are, uh, but not 30 points. Well, they were in the Huntsman Center.
0: Yeah, but that was early on in the season when we weren't playing that well. But when the, we went up to their place later in the season, Obviously, we still lost.
2: Yeah, I mean, but that we was kept closer. it
0: closer, and that was a, in their gym. So you figure on a neutral floor, you'd get a good game, not a thirty-point blowout, blowout in no. a championship.
2: Well, I mean, we couldn't even stay in front of any anybody. I mean, they were just getting, but they were getting to the hoop at will, and when they missed, they get, get the offensive Pete no, rebound. People have been doing that all year against Utah, not to that extent. I mean, Utah has the second best defense in the Pac-12, so it. Uh, statistically, people haven't necessarily been doing that all, you know, here in, here in stretches, but we couldn't defend to save our lives. It was bad. It was one of those games you know, I don't know, you don't have an answer for, and hopefully the, my my question is, hopefully maybe it's a wake-up call and it refocuses the team on what they need to do, and uh, and uh, I'm just hoping it doesn't shake their confidence where going into the tournament now, they're you know, we go back into these offensive droughts where we can't score, but you know, we got a veteran team, so they should be ready to go. But.
1: Well, and I think that's one thing, you know, uh Chris koviak said after the game is that this was a humbling experience. Well playing for him playing for the team. I think, as the, well. team, I think <laughs> the, the team
2: I think even Brandon Taylor even mentioned. What is it. he he's one in ten against Dana Altman. One in ten. We have no answer. And quite frankly, until we're able... like <laughs> same, same way <laughs> Kyle Whittingham is against Arizona. I know, Rich Rod. <laughs> we're getting better. <laughs> and until... I mean, we, we get the most talent, in my opinion, out of what we have. And that's not a knock on the talent that we have. We've got a lot of talent, and we've got a lot of great players. But we don't have the talent Cal has. We don't have the talent Oregon has. We don't have... Quite frankly, we don't have the talent Arizona has, Ath- UCLA. Athletically, it's not even close. Maybe even USC. But yet we finished second in the conference above all but one of those teams. So we get Larry does an excellent job. It's amazing what he gets out of these guys when they play as a team, how effective we are. The problem is Oregon, one through five, was more athletic and really just better Um, across the board than we were and that's I think that is the next step that Utah needs to take in recruiting is just getting bigger um, and getting more athletic because um, those are the teams we struggle with we struggled with Miami who's the exact same way earlier in the season those are the teams that really give us a hard time so granted if we make it to the Sweet 16 and everything holds, there could be a potential uh, matchup with Michigan State who uh, is pretty darn athletic too. So, so it'll be interesting to see how this uh, how this race goes, but the mindset going into this uh into this NCAA tournament is quite differently than it was uh, last year. What are your thoughts? It is
0: different cuz last year as a fan base, we were just happy to be back in the tournament after missing for a few years. And, and I, nobody knew necessarily what to expect. Um, close game with Stephen F. Austin in the first round. And then, uh, beat Georgetown in round two and, and really took Duke down to the.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was down a good to game. the wire
0: almost for the Sweet 16 game. And so. From a fan standpoint, I think there's some higher expectations this year, based off of what happened last year. Uh, so
1: hopefully the the team performs.
2: What do you got, Cam?
1: You know, it's really interesting because I think before I was kind of thinking bare minimum Sweet Sixteen. There's been a lot of talking heads, especially national media. ESPN guys that are really down on the youth. Lenardi, he's not the only one. No, I mean he's the he's the one that's kind of been beating the drum the loudest. But he's not the only one. Um, there was an ESPN uh, reporter um, two weeks ago that called the Pac-12 mediocre. I mean, yeah, they got
2: seven teams in the tournament. I, the, the, that's the, the thing these, so these they, are guys who don't watch basketball
1: on the West Coast. Exactly. So after hearing all of these national guys. Do I have my ex- expectations too high for this team? I don't being think so. Sweet sixteen.
2: I don't think so. We. I mean, we proved we we won more games against NCAA tournament teams this year than we did last year. We actually set a school record this year for wins against uh, NCAA tournament teams. There's enough talent on this team to get to the Sweet Sixteen. There is, and and quite frankly, it's a pretty favorable draw. Uh, there's a lot of talk on how we kind of got hosed. I don't really think so. I mean Fresno State. I don't think that's a, you know, that's not a bad matchup. That's not necessarily a, a horrific draw. I mean any any team in the Pac t- or any team in the NCAA tournament has the ability to beat anybody, other than probably the one sixteen matchups. But uh, um, I I I don't mind it. I I think we're going to be fine in Seton Hall. Whether it's Seton Hall Gonzaga, I honestly think Gonzaga would be a tougher game than Seton Hall. Seton Hall does has they have no big guys. They're they're a guard oriented team. And granted we gotta be able to guard those guards, but uh with Pertle down low, I think we could have a field day against Seton Hall, whereas uh Sabonis um is a pretty good big man and then you got uh is it Weeders for Gonzaga, the big man that shoots the three. I don't know, BYU fans I'm not up to date on my <laughs> WCC. WCC. Uh, it is. It starts uh, with here. a W, but it's
0: not
1: Weeders. It's.
2: Whiters, Weedies. Samsonite. <laughs> mm.
1: So before we get too far ahead, you know, let, let's talk about Fresno. Um, they finished second in the Mountain West. They did win their tournament. San Diego oh, State it, didn't get in. So
2: I mean, it's a in, one big lead. How interesting is it the Mountain West got one team in? That's that's not good. It's not. No, I
1: and mean, that's what i if, with the WCC, if Fresno didn't win their tournament, they, they weren't, weren't going. They weren't going. Yeah.
2: Well, and they they've actually been playing well. I think they've won twelve out of the last. They won thirteen 12,
1: or fourteen. Yeah. Oh, they're eleven they have, and one in their last twelve. They have the
2: player of the year. They too. have uh, Marvell
1: Harris. If I'm pronouncing that right, he's yeah. a guard. He was the Mountain West Player of the Year. Um, they're holding opponents to about seventy points a game.
2: The thing about Fresno State, yeah, they have they have their guard, and he's pretty good, and he can go off. But they don't have a whole lot of consistent threats beyond that. They've got guys that, uh, from what I've read on them, they've got the ability to have some good games. But they don't have a they don't have a number two that is just consistently the number two guy. So you know, as long as I think we come out play solid defense, unlike Oregon. I think we'll be fine. I'm not. I'm really not too concerned about this game. Um, so I, I think we roll. I think uh, hopefully. I think we, hopefully. I think we win this one going away.
0: If you, I mean, from the outside, if you didn't pay attention to the Mountain
2: West Conference, which
0: for, frankly I didn't, but um, you look at Fresno's record, 25 wins. You think, oh, it's a good win total. Maybe they're pretty good. Then you look at the league, and you know, they're the only team from the Mountain West to make the tournament. No well, wonder they got 25 wins, and they beat up on everybody else. So this, this is start. their
1: schedule. I, I kind of went over it, um, kind of very quickly. So they did. They lost at Oregon, and they lost against Arizona. Um, their best wins, really, it was just San Diego State twice, once at home uh by two points and then once in the you know conference championship game by five. They have some bad losses. Evansville never even heard of it. Wow. They're like Evansville Purple Aces. Isn't that where Jerry Sloan, Sloan like
0: went to
2: Uh they lost they lost uh, to I eighty five. I think he went to uh, um oh great. What's the tractor company? He always jeered on or jeered... John, Deere. John Deere. John Deere University. John Deere U. Uh, they lost to Cal Poly,
1: and they lost to San Jose State, who was dead last in the Mountain West.
2: Some bad losses, but I think what's more important: eleven out of their last twelve. Yeah, they're
0: they're pl- hot, they're, but they're,
2: they're playing well. So look at the Utes. Yeah, nine of their last ten. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I'm not. I'm. I'm not too concerned about it. No, I mean, I think they'll. I think they'll. Give it, give us some of a game, but I don't think I think I was more nervous against Stephen F. Austin than uh, than I was about Fresno than I am about Fresno. But watch us now go get upset. Now that I'm not concerned about it, because <laughs> really it's the NCAA tournament, anything can happen. So you hope you hope our team is not the one that's getting upset, but you got to be ready to play because anybody can beat anybody.
1: Okay, so you know we kind of talked about the last two games of the Pac-12 tournament. Um, kind of about Fresno State here. Um, I really want to get your guys' feel and and those um, listening. You know, hit us up on Twitter at Utah Man Podcast.
2: Call kinda in, like give your, us a call. Your overall thoughts. Cam's phone number is uh, eight zero <laughs> yeah, one. Bye, bye bye
0: bye 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 bye. Midget
2: <laughs> midget elf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know kind of like your overall thoughts um, just from the whole weekend of the Pac twelve tournament. Okay, so my biggest takeaway from this week was how relaxed Larry was. It seemed like he was having a lot of fun in the press conferences.
2: And, you know, I think that really... Is all that hot yoga is, he does. Or the sweet grass. Sweet grass, hot yoga. Just mellows him out. Yeah. Uh, where, where were you guys, after all these games, what were you guys taking away from it? No, my my takeaway from the tournament, I mean, the youth showed pretty well. I mean, getting to the championship game for the first time, big step. The ship. Uh, we got to the ship. But, uh... You know, offensively, I think I think we kind of saw it at certain times down the stretch in the tournament, and to an extent even against Oregon, where our offense became a little predictable and uh, um, our passing lanes. I mean, we're just passing along the perimeter, and Oregon was just sitting there picking off passes all day long. And uh, the good the good thing is. Fresno hasn't been scouting us. The teams that we're going to be going and playing really haven't been scouting us like these Pac twelve teams have. So I am encouraged that this should actually help open up the offense a little bit and allow us to, uh, um, you know, to really get some rhythm going and uh, and play a little bit better offensively than what what we did, especially that Oregon game. But it may open up
0: the offense, but some of those players have got to knock down shots. Yeah, I mean, (coughs) leverage being one. And
1: Chapman? Chapman? Uh, Chapman was... I don't want to be too negative, but was he a disappointment this this week? Well, I he's think he's been a
0: disappointment
2: all season, personally. Well, um, he's definitely struggling. I mean, he was a pretty highly recruited kid. Uh, I mean, his f- finalist was uh, um, UCLA, Utah. And... Uh, You know, I think we all had pretty high expectations for him, and he's he's shown he's shown glimpses where he can be pretty good. And I know he's just he gets in foul trouble. He he he. You know, every game seems like he's just doing dumb fouls. He's getting called for dumb fouls. Either he's out of position. I'm not sure, but
0: uh, it kind of reminds me of watching Travis Wilson. He makes one mistake, and it just snowballs.
2: Okay, then what we need to do before the tournament get Chapman a a a jacket. And throw him a parade. <laughs> It'll turn his life around. Oh my gosh! Da 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 da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> okay. sacrifice okay, a chicken. Means. What else do we have to do? But am I am I wrong in thinking that that he? No, I, I mean he struggled. I, I, he just to me, you know, I'm I'm no coach. I, I'm not trying to go beyond this, but. He just seems to be a man, kind of without a position, because he, he he's bulking up, but he's not he's not physical enough for to be a four in the Pac-12, in my opinion. He doesn't shoot it w- enough. He doesn't shoot it enough. Period. He doesn't shoot it well enough, really, to be a three. He shot the three better last year. As a he did. He did. This he's year. he's been struggling. I don't know if he just doesn't have the confidence, but we're gonna need him just like we needed Kuzma in moments last year. Um, we're gonna need Chapman if we want to make a run, because you you can't rely on Purtle all game every game to do everything. Well, that's
0: these teams are gonna. That's their focus is gonna be stopping Purtle and let somebody else beat him.
2: Yeah, and and so so. And granted, if if you rely on the three ball as much as we do at times, that can be a little troublesome because if you're not hitting, you know that could be uh, that's a little difficult. So. You know, I think uh, this is where moments are made. So hopefully, he can, uh, he he and the others can really put it together and and make a run here. But I I uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty encouraged. I think I think we're gonna be fine round one. I think we got a great shot against Gonzaga or Seton Hall. Michigan State that's another story but uh you got to get there first and if we can then uh, we'll have uh, we'll have plenty of time to prepare for them in the Sweet 16. So before we wrap up
1: this 50th episode uh just uh, a heads up that spring football is just around the corner.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: Practice is starting on March 22nd and pro day on the 24th and then the Red right and White game on April 23rd.
2: Football is back.
1: Football's back almost. I can't wait almost to watch next Troy week.
0: Williams play and see if. Did you see that uh, tweet that Hatfield put out there a couple of weeks yeah. ago? About
1: don't sleep on this offense. Yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting, and you know we'll. Con- I think
2: we may be the best offense ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll continue to, you know, kind of give you up to date uh, news and analysis of of spring ball, and bring you interviews from that. Wouldn't be hard to improve on last year. No. We- Ever. <laughs> Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter? At Drum and Feather.
2: That's drum.
0: The letter N, Feather.
2: And Scott? Well, it depends on where they're looking, but uh, if they're looking the right spot, you can find me at UteMan underscore forever.
1: Okay, so you can follow me and this podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at UtahManPodcast. And don't forget to enter our NCAA bracket challenge at ESPN. It's under Utah Man podcast Duel for your chance to win a free night at Doubletree Suites Salt Lake. Until next time, Ute Nation, go
2: Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes, we'll be till I die, kay-yay.
0: The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of
2: Utah. So lately, I want to be your island. I want to be. Your what? Your he doesn't even know the word.
0: I want to be your. <laughs>
1: but because of that, am I being overly optimistic for minimum sweet sixteen? I
2: don't really know what you just said. I don't even know what I just said. <laughs> Whenever there's an injustice, we'll be, we'll there. be there. Whenever there is line, <laughs>
0: liberty is threatened.
2: Liberty's threatened!
0: (laughs) You will find us.
2: The three amigos. You shot the invisible swordsman. The infamous?
0: (laughs) That's more than famous. (laughs) Hey, look, it's a mail plane.
1: Blue shadows. Oh, are you the singing bush? (laughs) She'll be coming
0: around the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. My body went over the ocean. My body went over the sea.